This week's episode is sponsored by Scotch Porter. So, Naima, how do you feel about guys with beards? I like them. They make me feel a type of way down there. <laughs> okay, so what do you feel about guys who don't care for their beards or have a dry beard? It makes me feel like I'm riding sandpaper. <laughs> okay, well, I'm new to the beard gang, and I told myself once I started this beard journey to do it right. I came across Scotch Porter via Instagram, and not only do they have moisturizers, conditioners, and balms for your beard, there are... They are also a black-owned business. So, fellas, if y'all want a healthy and full beard and want ladies thinking about riding you off to the sunset, head to Scotch Porter right now and use the code SIPODCAST for 10% off your order. Hear that, fellas? Step your beard game up. Cop some Scotch Porter. Welcome back to Sophisticated Ignorance, everyone. I am Naima Simone. And I am Steven. This week, we're going to be discussing gentrification. But before we get to that, I know the big topic in the air, or just conversations everybody having naturally, is we have a new president. And I say we loosely, depending on whether you want to claim him or not. But um, yeah, everybody's in uproar about Trump being the president-elect for these United States. So. I was shocked. I think I felt like crying. I don't know. I felt like somebody broke up with me. Like someone just dumped me, like went ghost on me and blocked me from yeah, everything. Yeah, it was a weird feeling like everywhere. Like I remember like the day after people were saying like the streets in New York were like the same way it was the day after 9-11. Like it was raining. Then it was really quiet. People were like really extra polite than they normally are. So it was like a day and morning. I don't feel like it was that bad. I felt like it was like Hurricane Sandy. Yeah, it was like really dark. So you went from 9-11 to Hurricane Sandy? Hurricane Sandy was not... Okay, it was bad. (laughs) They're both tragedies. I I know, but living um, uptown in the city after Uh Hurricane Sandy, my neighborhood wasn't affected, so... We were still walking around. We were going jogging. We were going to Starbucks and stuff like that. It was like regular, but everyone was just really quiet. It was more like that. And no one at my job really spoke about it. I don't think no one wanted to, like, um, admit it. Yeah, it was kind of like a shock. Like, I was watching, like, I don't really care for politics. But I was like, you know, I had the, I had the, the polls or whatever on my phone. So, like, every few seconds it would reload. I'm like, all right, she's going to win another state and she's going to win. Or is it? And nice. then he just kept winning and I was like... This is just a joke. Like eventually, That's he's gonna win that. She's gonna win that one state, and then it's over. game over. It's gonna be close, but it's game over. And then it was like, yo, this motherfucker really won. Yeah, it was shocking. I went to bed depressed because I knew he was gonna win. When I went to bed, it was, she had two eighteen and he had two fifty four, and I was like, it's one thirty in the morning. Bad enough, I gotta go to work now. I'm, I'm gonna be tired and aggravated, so I just went to bed. When I saw she needed, she needed California, Nevada, New Hampshire, and, like, some other place she needed. And, like, PA was mad shaky. I was like, yeah, she's not going to get all four. It's, it's over for that. I just felt like no one was ready for a female president after having a black president for so long. They just wasn't ready. So, yeah. I kind of feel like if <laughs> if it came down to Bernie and Hillary or, like, Bernie and Trump, I think Bernie would have won either way. So, I think we kind of fucked ourselves over in the primaries. 
This is true. I think that's where it all went wrong. Yeah. I think it just overall, like, people just don't care about politics for whatever reason it is. Whether it's you're the type of person that just doesn't believe in them, mm-hmm. like myself. Like, well, I'm going to give you a round of applause because you voted. Yeah, like, and I, I voted. And I didn't think you were. Yeah. I was shocked. I'm like, Steven got up before me and voted. Oh, my God. Let me get my ass up. Yeah, just because of based on what the <clears throat> representation of Trump was, it was like, okay. New York historically has always voted Democrat, at least from a presidential uh, standpoint. So it was like, I I wasn't really too worried, even if I didn't vote. But at the same time, it was like, based on who he was, it was like, there's no way in hell I'm not going to somewhat participate. <laughs> even though I personally don't really care for politics because I think big business runs America and not politicians. That's very true also. We're founded on banks. The banking system, I believe. Well, yeah. All they, all the major laws or whatever is always to benefit big business. It's not re- They don't really care about social issues. Like, politicians are just pawns mm-hmm. for the sheep to make you look like, you know, if you care about this specific person, they're going to implement change. Rarely do they do. In national, local, state level, like, none of the motherfuckers care. Well, hopefully he doesn't be our president for four years. Hopefully something happens, a scandal, and they, like, impeach him, or... Someone said they hope he gets assassinated. That's not funny. (laughs) That is not funny. I should not have laughed at that. But it was, like, a little meme on Instagram. The memes have been lit. That one meme, someone sent it to me, like, 7.30 in the morning. I was like, yo, it's too early. It's too early, group chat. Like, we have to chill. Like, y'all upset, like, see, he's not going to get assassinated. Calm down. Like, what? I don't know. I wouldn't want that to happen. So he has a family. Yeah, this is true. But at the same time, I don't think he has any idea what he got himself into. I think he's sitting in his room right now like, holy shit, they actually voted for me. Well, the only thing I can say is that <clears throat> regardless of how you may feel of him as a person, and even somewhat business-wise, because yeah. his business has been shaky, but for he still, he still obtained money somehow. He did. So hopefully he does have the proper team around him. So that whatever it is that he may try to implement, that he'll be able to get it done. I mean, I'm just trying to look at things at a positive perspective. And, like, maybe he might surprise us. Yeah. Maybe he will at least, you know, maybe he don't care about the social issues. Maybe he'll at least, you know, correct the economy in some sort of facet. Yeah, hopefully that happens. And he makes everyone pay taxes, considering allegedly he doesn't. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. But I know, like... Just like moving forward, it's like, all right, now it it opened up your eyes to like, I, you're you would have to be extremely naive to believe like racism was gone altogether. So I think many of us know like, okay, racism still exists, but it's kind of on the quiet side. Mm-hmm. But I think because of him, America, now it's like, yeah. okay, now you know like shit is real. We may not really necessarily feel it in like the Northeast. I don't know, like outside of like. New York or whatever, like Northeast mm-hmm. racism isn't that strong, like blatantly, like how blatant it, it could be. But I think like you start to really see like the shit that certain people go through down in the South. Like these are the sort yeah. of conditions they gotta live with. Yeah, I kind I text my uncle the next day and asked him how he was doing because he's in Georgia, and I have family in North Carolina, and you already know how North Carolina went. And I had to check in on them, make sure they was good, like their mental state or whatever, and how they were feeling. It sucks. And I mean, for anyone who um, 
thinks that a president's supposed to come in and fix all your problems, all your own personal problems. No. You're complete idiots, and now you're going to see it. So anyone who said Obama didn't do shit for you, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, I just hope, like, it really wakes people up. It's like, all right, you, we really got to, like, support one another and really, like, try to fix shit ourselves in our communities. Sadly, like, it'll probably be, like, half of a handful who does that. You're going to have the ignorant people who still don't want to do nothing for themselves and still relying on everyone else but their own to take care of them and to do stuff for them and it's annoying those be the main ones who complain like you're on government assistance you don't work you don't do shit but you have all these opinions and you didn't vote like i'm gonna need you to stop just mute turn yourself the fuck off we shall see we shall see it's only been what a week he's not even in office yet so i mean yeah so we can't even say nothing as of yet so we'll we'll see what happens hopefully uh Hopefully we're all in for some sort of change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, may the odds ever be in your favor, guys. And excuse me, I have a cold today. I have a really bad sore throat. So if I cough, you know, please excuse it. Petty asses. <laughs> <coughs> there goes um. one. <laughs> <laughs> just, just not today. Not today. <laughs> All right, Steven, what are we talking about? Gentrification? Yes, gentrification. So I grew up in Brooklyn, so I was about 15 years old. And then I moved to Harlem. Um, I say Harlem, people be like, Harlem, you mean Manhattan? That's not even a real borough. But then I say Manhattan, they be like, oh, you mean Harlem? I'm mad annoying. <laughs> like, I live in New York and <laughs> not Brooklyn. But yeah, I moved when I was 15 years old. I liked it. It was different for me to get adjusted to it living in Brooklyn, but... Since I was young, I really didn't travel Brooklyn as much. I went to, like, my friend's house and back, so I don't know if I really captured the whole vibe or what it's like to be from Brooklyn now. You know, people who live there their whole lives are, like, mm-hmm. extremely excited and hyped to say that. I don't know. I feel like I lived in both parts, so I have equal amounts of Brooklyn and Harlem in me. But if I, I'd rather stay in Harlem. I like it better. Um, it's, I don't want to say... <laughs> Can say it's cleaner? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. Okay, I grew up in Brownsville. Okay, I grew up in Brownsville, and then I moved to Harlem. Yeah, Harlem and right. It's totally two different. Yeah, and I didn't realize what Brownsville was until I got to Harlem. And when I live in Harlem, I live close to Central Park, so I'm yeah, still so very low a down. Yeah, different vibe. Yeah, and I'm still very low in Harlem, not that far up. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like I really have to travel to like really feel what Harlem is. The most. So I mean. Because you're probably in, like, the most gentrified part of Harlem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. But now it's it's um, it's um beneficial in a way, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when it comes to gentrification, from my perspective, it's like, uh, I for the most of my lifetime, I've been in Brooklyn. I was in Harlem, not too far from your area, for about a year. Mm-hmm. So that's when I really, like started to see like how shit was different because mm-hmm. in brooklyn where i normally live uh i lived in two different parts uh flatbush and east flatbush the first part is mainly you know more of a caribbean neighborhood everybody living in apartments or whatever and then my parents moved to east flatbush we got our own house private home and you still have that same sort of caribbean vibe but you'll still see a little like 
you know, some of the older white people that still owned their, uh, owned their homes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got to Harlem where it was like, okay, shit is different out here. Way different. Because, uh, like, the block I lived on, it was like <clears throat> nothing but white people that lived in the block. And then the other block was just all the drug dealers <laughs> and everything. So it was like a real culture shock. Yeah, and then, especially like, for you. Yeah, especially for me. And then where I was living, I was living near Dolo. So, like, the dudes could tell, like, I wasn't from Harlem. Yeah, like, they don't bother you. Yeah, they wouldn't bother me yeah, at Not anything. like in Brooklyn. They'd be like, yo, what up? Like, at first, I'm needed to chill. You? <laughs> Europe? That's where I get that from. I say that a lot. That's the Brooklyn in me. I answer my phone. I'm like, Europe? And it's just real ignorant. I'm sorry, guys. It's not ignorant. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's a great community. <laughs> there's, n- there's no other term, like... It's universal. Yeah. It's universal. But, yeah, like, it was it was a bit of a culture shock for me to, like, see white people, you know, planting their daisies in front of their, their buildings. And then all the dudes around the way was, like, selling drugs. It's like, yo, I seen you when I left for work this morning. And, <laughs> and you're you have, still here. You have not moved. <laughs> and ever. then the craziest part was, like, it'll still be sunny where the white people was. But it'll be weirdly dark around all the drug dealers. I say that all the time because I live... <laughs> I live closer to Century Park, of course. But when I go towards the east side, it gets really dark. I start breaking down hives. Like, I'm scratching right now just thinking about it. And I start, like, itching. Me and my sister is just like, what happened? Like, I don't I don't know what it is. But if I had to choose, I will always stay in Harlem. It's something about um, just being around a whole bunch of black, educated people. Mm-hmm. Even if they are drug dealers. I mean, I, if something happened, the drug dealers are... Look out for I mean, you. for the most part, I feel part, safe. I feel. I don't feel unsafe. I should I say mean, that. For the most part, they don't really bother anybody. They don't. They don't yeah, care. I was there for a year. Like they don't care. Outside by myself, all random times. Nobody. Nobody cares. Me. The yeah. only thing that weirded me out, because like people used to try to make fun of like Brooklyn, like oh Brooklyn got nothing but abandoned homes. No. But then like when I lived in Harlem, that's like the first time I seen like crackheads. Like I would see it would dead ass be like. The Walking Dead. Like, as soon as the sun go down, Over you, ju- you just see random people. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's all you hear. <laughs> just random people just walking very slowly, going nowhere. Like, I think I seen some dude, like, walking in cir- circles one time. Okay, no lie. On my <laughs> way here, some... I don't know what he was on. You know, not, not too many people, I think, still does crack. Unless you're on the east side, zombie land. We're not going to talk about that. And he had, like, a red pill in his hand. And he was talking about he's never seen a pill so shiny before in his life. And, like, he's really trying to sell it to me. I just want a metro car so I could get to where I need to go. Like, <laughs> you're trying to sell me this. Where's the blue pill? You have a red pill. I thought you get a choice between red and blue. He was just a wallet. And it was too early. I don't know. Shout out to Harlem. <laughs> you're right. But Harlem is not just known for having um, crackheads. When I think... <laughs> the, I think what Since it is is that boots? in the 80s... Shut up. <laughs> In the um, 80s, that was like the main place that was really getting money off of drugs. Yeah, that's where the so whole you culture have, and bravado right. came so from. So you have the oldest like drug addicts in that area who just never changed. Yeah, because they just they got caught up. Yeah. And now like I live in Bed-Stuy now and like that whole Harlem sort of vibe of like the white people really, you know, living amongst the black people. Now that whole vibe is in Bed-Stuy, mm-hmm. like completely. I never, like, when I used to grow up, I remember, like, do a die bed style. Like, I know, like, my father used to work in Queens, and he would tell me, like, you know, if he was going somewhere, he would tell me, yo, go meet meet up with him at work. Mm -hmm. So I used to be, like, terrified to, like, go take the bus, go through bed style, have to wait for another bus, because, like, I know this is bed style. Like, niggas get shot out (laughs) here on the regular. 
And then the bus stop was right across the street from a park and right around the corner from a corner store. It was like you just adding up all the odds for you to get robbed or something. <clears throat> so, like, I remember that whole vibe of Bed-Stuy. And now me living in Bed-Stuy is like condo Way here. Way different. Condo there. New yeah. building there. Like, Brownstones. Yeah, like right mm-hmm. next to my building, they're building a condo. And it's kind of crazy because it's like I'm a regular dude, got a regular job. And right next to me is possibly this rich ass white person that's just, you know, taking in all of what the the community used to have. Like, mm-hmm. it, it still trips me out. Like, when I'm going to, see, to the train station and I see white people in the chicken spot. Like, you never Yo, used to that come. be throwing me <laughs> off. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You about, get, you about to get this dirty burger? Like, it just, <laughs> we call it dirty burger. It's like, you're about to get that. It's just, like, yeah. Like, sometimes I'm excited and then other times. It's like I want to go home And I just want to be home If that makes sense Like I just want my own space And I feel like we don't have our own space anymore I mean, And it's I'm, not so much as it getting better I think it is getting better in some ways But I also feel like we're being pushed out too Yeah Because I remember I was reading somewhere In between 2010 and 20 <coughs> No 2000 and 2010 60,000 black people have moved out of Brooklyn yeah. Because of like gentrification. You can't afford it no more. You have like people who might not think they have a lot of money or who's like going broke and they move into, you know, um, a community that might not have as much or we rely on each other with that money compared to our money mm-hmm. and they move in and since they can't afford it, they're going to raise the rents. Exactly. And the so, around right, them is changing and they can't afford it. So now they have to leave, unfortunately. So that chopped cheese that was like $2 is now like 5 First of all, that chopped cheese already went up. I'm about to talk to him when I go to Ackman. <laughs> I don't I don't eat at Ackman. I eat at, you know, Dominican stores and stuff like that. I don't like Ackman store. Like the drug dealers being in, I feel very <laughs> uncomfortable. And I've known him since I was that 15 years old. That one time that he takes a break from <laughs> selling drugs, he's in the bodega for mad long. Listen, they live outside. It's the bodega, not the bodega. It's, it's Ox store, and then it's like a hair salon. It's like, if you've been to Harlem before, it's that, um, I live not too far from exactly like 116th, right where the train station is. Uh-huh. And it's like that store. And then it's like Billy Jeans, who does hair. I never get my hair done next. Or the drug dealers being in there. And like other stores, and they're always out there. And I hate going in that store. I hate that store so much. Like, I walk all the way back um, going towards, like, Madison Avenue to go to the store. And that's, like, three blocks over from where I live at. <laughs> I will walk. Oh, man. And I've known a guy in this. I was 15 years old, and he feels bad. He's like, you don't want to come in my store? I'd be like, no, Mike, I don't want to come in. Uh-huh. He was like, all right, I understand. But if any, I know if anything ever was to happen to me, and it was a situation, something almost went down. They were ready to catch a body for me. So, for the most part, I'm safe in Harlem. See, it's good I'm and safe. bad. Yeah. It's always some they balance. Like, oh, they messing with Nima. They, that's all you hearing. The little guy behind the, the little sandwich area got the mean. What well, is a big gun. I don't know what kind of gun it is. It was huge. And I was like, oh, my God. We're going to die today. <laughs> I'm not going to make it home. I should just walked over. It's fine, though. I don't know. Sometimes I mean, when yeah, I go to, it's good and bad in, like, the neighborhoods we live in. I mean, it has character. Yeah, it has character. It's a story you can tell. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It's like a, um, you got like like that's why you you go out of town or you go to different states and they can automatically could tell that you from New York. Not just based on how you talk, but you kind of have like this presence about you. Yeah, because it's like you've been through some shit. Slight arrogance. It's slight arrogance. It comes up as being. I don't think it's slight. I think it's, it's all the way. I was trying to be nice when I said slight. <laughs> 
Yeah, it ain't slight. It's full on arrogance. Like, Steven legit bravado. goes places and he is just very arrogant with everything he does. Because he, he's like, I'm from New York. And that's it. I know you do that. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> There's he no does that. that. He does that. I mean, I'll be trying on. to. I'll be trying to be a little low key. Like, blend it. I'm lying. No, I don't. Exactly. I wasn't here for that bullshit either. <sighs> no, I don't. Because I'm probably with my sister. And the way she set up. Whoa, Dottie? My sister. When my sister shut, set up. I'm dead, Dottie is horrible. Shout is. out to Dottie. Shout out to my sister. She's, she took the torch. I be chilling now. I don't have time. Yeah. Oh, I can't run as much. But she, <laughs> <laughs> she be on another level. I, yeah, I get dressed up when I have to get dressed up. If I don't have to, then I won't. But yeah, she's definitely the type of person like, yo, we going to some chills, calm vibes and she just like show Beyonce. up yeah and she's not even tr- she'll have more jeans in the shirt but it's just something about her her attitude about her swag I and get that she from her. yeah and she's more harlem than she is brooklyn oh yeah she's a goon yeah she's way more harlem than she's, she is brooklyn because she, she if i was 15 we're seven years apart i don't i can't i don't feel like counting right now but she yeah, she was young <laughs> she was like seven or something probably wrong but six i don't know she was young but yeah i mean <clears throat> growing up like you'll always have those sort of like that you know that aura about you because of you know the the corner stores or you know yeah. the liquor stores or the little shit here and there or like you know back in the day how you used to talk about empire skating rink and shit like that it's like all that stuff is kind of like sort of lo- losing its flavors because like gentrification and i mean it's not like to say you know white people got to stay out because you know that's how like certain things are created like right. new ideas and right. new cultures or whatever or just new shit in general it's because you always got a mixture of cultures mm-hmm. but now it's like you were saying earlier it's like now it's like a push of a certain group of people if you're poor yeah. and a person of color it's like now you gotta leave that's why they yeah. keep saying like all the brooklyn dudes keep moving to atlanta because <laughs> right. you can't afford to live in new york and a lot of people move to north carolina too i've been yeah like north carolina's been a learning. hot spot as well yeah so recently i have a lot of clients who just sold their brownstones or like their um little condos or whatever they had and they took the money and they moved to north carolina i know someone moved to connecticut recently they're just out like they're they're just over it yeah because the shit is like it's getting out of control yeah because i remember i was talking to somebody about it <coughs> and um they was telling me well one people started moving after 9 11 because that kind of hmm. put, you know, the fear into their I didn't re- mindset. I didn't realize that. Yeah. People hmm. started moving after 9-11. So people had, like, that fear <laughs> in their hearts. So it was like, all right, if God forbid there's another attack, I don't want it to be. Because New York in Manhattan, if you don't live in, you know, if you don't live in Harlem, then you more than likely living in a high-rise apartment. So God yeah. forbid another attack. So a lot of people started moving to the boroughs, and then our economy got fucked up. Yeah. So now... Even if you was, you know, let's say you wasn't a rich white person. If you was making decent enough, Manhattan rent is like, what, two, three, four bands for a studio? So they started moving to Brooklyn. They started moving to Queens and, you know, all the other boroughs. Yeah, a lot of my my, um, clients used to live in Harlem. They live in Queens now. Yeah. And I've seen, like, (coughs) over the years, I've seen the change. Like, I remember years ago, I used to work at this job and I used to work like an overnight shift. And, like, I used to hate it because I would hate traveling that late, riding the trains, because, you know, usually that's when shit goes down. <laughs> but then, like, over the years, I've seen people, like, it'd be 11, midnight, and people are still riding the trains. And then, especially if you're somebody that used to live around the two train line, 
like you would know like if you get it if you get on in the city by the time you hit atlantic bergen <laughs> it was like all right now all the white people is about to get up and i could get a seat now they getting off at like newkirk church all the stops that usually were just populated by black communities and now they live there like there's white people that live in the projects now facts shit is different nowadays leave me on the laptops with the wi-fi <laughs> i'd be afraid to do it. i cut through it because i have to go to like the hair salon and stuff like that and i'm from brownsville so nothing really scares me after growing up there so like <laughs> i pretty much just cut through whatever if i you know i'm like fuck it we gonna see what happens so um i don't i feel like growing up in, when i tell people i'm from brownsville they kind of give me a look and they go, you don't look like you either up there. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is you ain't got no, You ain't got no war stories or scars? Right, no scars. I actually look younger than my age, I guess. You I don't, don't know. smell like black and mild either. Stop. <laughs> that's fact. <laughs> How you tell me stop it? You was about to say that's facts. Because <laughs> I thought about it. I think about it. You ain't even lying right now. You're definitely doing it. True. <laughs> nah, true. Shout out to all my, my family and friends who grew up with me in Brownsville. And even the ones who are still living there. I mean, it's <clears> not <throat> necessarily a bad... It's like any other neighborhood. If you, you mind your I mean? business... I'm t- if you mind your business to a certain extent... To, all right, yeah. To a certain extent, you ain't going to get touched. <laughs> Unfortunately, you may come across the one dude who's bored and he's gonna try to, you know, come up off of you. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just like living in any other hood to a certain extent. Yeah, I read an article in Brownsville. It's one of the most dangerous places I'm in New York City. One of, not the only one, but one of. And that's like the top. Where, where's East New York ranked at? Well, Brownsville and East New York to me is kind of like the same thing in my head. It's kind of like the same thing. And when you think about it, Brownsville is made by nothing but projects. Until so you go, like, um, my right. cousin and, like, my um, other friend, he they live in houses. Like, on Newport areas, like, little houses that were built a while ago. So, they live over there. But, I mean, if you go, like, another block over, I think it's called a plaza. Yeah, I think this project is called a plaza. I was never allowed to go down there <laughs> when I was younger. Like, never. Like, some of the apartments in the building were, like, boarded up. So you live in an apartment building, but some of them are like boarded up, like you're not allowed. Yeah. Gotcha. But that's all from you know all the shit that you <clears throat> go down in the nineties. Yeah, I remember um getting caught in the middle of a few um shootouts, some drive-bys. I wasn't yeah. allowed to go into this park called the Big Park. It was like in Van Dyke Projects. I wasn't allowed to go in there by myself because a lot of people got killed in that park. But that was like the best place to ride your bike. Like they had the best <laughs> ramps. And I was like, it's what crazy because it's like. To us, it's like okay. nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Like okay, been there, done that. Right. As long as I mind my business, ain't nothing gonna happen. Yeah. But to other people, it's like stop it, child. Yo, you're putting your life in risk every time. I mean, you're putting your life at risk. Yeah. Every time you step outside of your house. Correct. So it is what it is. I remember getting yelled at because I went in the big park. My uncle was living. He had all his goons <laughs> looking for me because I grew up in um. Van Dyke and you know everybody tends to know each other mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I lived on the south side and then um, I had family who lived in actual Brownsville projects but I wasn't allowed to go over there either because that's where people really got killed at and then they had Tilden I lived over there for a little while and then finally um, we moved to Harlem moving on up so 
sometimes I miss it I think about it and I'm and I don't remember it being that bad even though like I said I was caught I was a little kid like ducking behind the sliding board and stuff like that because it was a shootout or I remember looking out my window and seeing this boy ride up on a bike and like kill another boy in the middle of the parking lot and just drive off I remember it vividly seeing that and I wasn't even about 10 years old yet I remember seeing that I remember um having to grab my sister and like get on top of her because they were shooting Mm-hmm. And like hide in like this little barrel we used to play in. We used to go in, in the barrel and like play hide and seek. And I remember like having to grab her and hide in it. And I was about nine, so she had to be about like two. Mm-hmm. So we grew up kind of crazy, yeah. you know. And then now the crazy part is like neighborhoods that have that sort of reputation. Those are the neighborhoods where they're like, like back in the day, there was never any money to you know put into any of our communities. That's why shit like that would go down because. <clears throat> dudes ain't have nothing better to do there was no jobs there was no money getting funneled into the community mm-hmm. so dudes was out here slinging drugs and killing everybody but now all this money has magically reappeared and now they're building all these you know affordable housing that they don't give to us they damn sure don't at anywhere all. in new york yeah they don't give it to us unless you have to have a kid if you're lucky and then, like, those are the places where there are people moving to. Like, I remember, I think, <clears throat> I think Jay-Z was getting interviewed one time. And he was even saying how shit's changed in Brooklyn. So, like, everybody knows Jay-Z from Marcy Projects. I don't live that far from Marcy Projects. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was saying how, I think this was during the Watch the Throne session. Mm-hmm. That he had an engineer that they was having a casual conversation. And the engineer had told him, like, oh, he, he just moved to Marcy across the street like they build this nice building or whatever you know 24-hour security they got cameras or whatever and jay-z's like okay like this is marcy like have you <laughs> never heard any of my records like right. marcy is legit out here and he was like everything's good he was so happy sees him a week later he's like oh how's you and you you and your wife doing over at the space uh we moved out he was like what yeah he was like she'll call me every night all I hear is gunshots all all night, throughout the night. We wow. couldn't do it anymore. So it's like they they purposely build those buildings or those specific areas so that way the, the neighborhood's on the up and up. Like, I think I even seen something like a Brownsville. I let, no, either Brownsville or East New York is on, on yeah. the up and up. Because as, yeah. yeah, <clears throat> as long as there's some sort of transportation, only takes you 30 minutes to get to the city and shit like that. So And then when they get there, they be like, what the f- then that's what I look for. Yep. Um. Now when I go back to visit, I have to work in Brooklyn a lot more now than I like. Mm-hmm. Um. When I go and visit my cousin in Brownsville, at a certain time, if I tell him I'm on my way, or if I tell um his friend that I'm on my way, like someone will come and pick me up, and they legit only live like three blocks away from the train station. I'm like, no, I got it. I'll be fine. They be like, no, nah, we're gonna drive and come pick you up. Mm-hmm. And, they just it's just not safe after a certain time and all you see is like really big cop lights like the football field lights like illuminating the area they have one of those um uh cop stations i don't even know what to call them those little i guess you could say it's like a cop rv they have (laughs) one of those like near these projects around my way like every time i if i miss the bus i walk home like they're just always chilling there from sunup to sundown, just waiting to see if some shit go to go down. I don't think I've ever seen that before. It's like a little, like a little. It's car, like a little, like the little car. golf looking things. No, it's like um, it's almost like a little station. 
a mobile station and they just be in there just chilling just hanging out you know relaxing they don't ask nobody no questions they don't say anything no they nobody. just be chilling they just be chilling and it's always in the same spot every night as soon as the as soon as it gets dark outside all you see is just red and blue in the air from the lights and that's, I, that's insane i don't know you know i mean i'm new to that area only been to that part of bedside for about a year so i'm mm-hmm. not too sure in terms of like what sort of crime they used to have <laughs> so. yeah <laughs> this is how you know steven comes from privilege <laughs> sort of crime like what i'm just saying you know like i've been in multiple areas and i ain't never seen no cop stationed 24 7 like there's not a day that it's not there so it's like what what seri- what has really gone down on that block for shit to be stationed on a consistent basis even fucking brownsville is quote unquote the the worst yeah. part of brooklyn they don't even have shit like that no cops not trying to be outside i ain't trying exactly. to be outside either. they they, they want to go home basically so they just put the little lights out there the little camera attached so if anything happening they come otherwise than that it's like yeah i've heard about that one too <coughs> this uh i came across this white guy that just recently moved to um brooklyn and he okay. lives on church and they have one of those stations and he was like because initially when they sold him the place they you know give him that whole like you know brooklyn's on the up and up it's trendy <laughs> you know got him it's trendy you got a new stadium and whatnot and all these you know cultures and all these hipsters live there now and then he was like oh this um thing is up here like this police station uh track or whatever he thought he felt safer yeah he was like okay he he was just curious he was like i I wonder why it's there (laughs) and then i think like he heard somebody getting shot the other day and he was like it it makes sense (laughs) like oh that that's why they have it there yeah i I think they arrested like a drug dealer in front of him and just mad mad, random shit but like um yeah the whole gentrification thing is like it's it's not totally their fault because it's like they're just trying to find a place to live Right. It's not their fault. Right. But they just, for some, they just don't understand, like, your culture kind of conflicts with our culture. So, like, since I've been where I've been living at, I've seen, like, two corner stores get closed down. Uh-huh. I've seen a 99-cent store get closed down. They replaced a 99-cent store with, like, a juice bar. Wow. And they replaced one of the corner stores with, like, this restaurant that still hasn't been finished uh, uh, in construction. And then the other one's just been closed and it hasn't been opened and they haven't done anything to it. So it's like, now you're just removing, like, the local businesses. To do nothing with the damn space. To do nothing with the space. So it's like... What was the point? Yeah, so you now you're really pushing people out. Like, those are people that, you know, had their business for X amount of years supporting their families and now they got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, you know, the local businesses, you got, like, people that's living in certain homes that they're trying to push out on a consistent basis just so they could get more rent money. Like, I know my father paid off his house maybe, like, three, four years ago. And since then, like, the state, the government, or whoever is just always, you know, constantly hitting him up to try to buy the the place off of him. So they could, you know. Yeah, because I think he initially, when he initially moved over there, it was worth about 110,000. Now it's, like, worth 1.5 million. Yeah. And, like, the shit is crazy, yo. Like, they really don't... If you don't own nothing, then you basically... Mm-hmm. Expendable. Expendable at all costs. It sucks. So what are the positives? Awkward silence. Stop. <laughs> don't do that. I mean, 
like I said, you get to meet new people and y'all get to find out like y'all may have more in common than, you know, what's led to believe. Whatever mm-hmm. whatever uh misconceptions you may have about certain people, you may come across learning more. So I mean that's the only thing I could think of in terms of a pro. And then of course the neighborhoods are getting better. You have new buildings and whatnot. The streets may start to get cleaner. There's more construction. So the neighborhoods may look better, which is what we wanted back in the day. And we didn't get it. And we didn't get it. I think that's everybody's grievance. Like when we wanted it, we couldn't get it. Now all of a sudden we're getting it. But we're not not really, it's not for us. That's the problem. What what they're doing isn't necessarily for us. It's for everyone else that's not us. Yeah. And if we can't catch up, then if we can't catch up, then it's like, well, figure it out. Get the fuck out. Yeah, basically. Because I could say this. I don't know how many people do it in comparison to like, both racial groups is like I see like when I've really made an effort to like uh, move out in the past like I always see ads of like you know it'd be numerous amount of white people that all live within the same space which is totally fine Mm -hmm. y'all want to do that that's cool but for you know especially in the black community it's more like I don't know I guess it's more of like we like to be more independent so it's really hard for us to like constantly try to find somebody to be a roommate or even wanting to have a roommate in the first place yeah because i'm supposed to live with our, our family for so damn long we don't want yeah, you know damn roommate you a stranger i don't know you, you yeah and a, then a freaking weirdo sometimes you live with somebody you may know <laughs> and that person may get comfortable and you can't get comfortable if we got fucking rent to pay right so shit like that yeah see that's the thing that's why i never i'll live with my sister my sister I know her like we were I don't know everybody always asks how much do we argue we don't argue me and sister don't argue we don't fight we don't do that stuff I don't think I ever heard y'all argue ever Mm-mm. y'all have like more like petty it's not even arguments it's no. more like just throwing verbal jabs at each other yeah. for the hell of it yeah and after that I was like yo I'm dumb hungry but we about to eat <laughs> it, it's over as fast as it happens yeah, it's, it's really over no serious like yeah. milk spilled or shit like that yeah so but to find like a roommate like a lot of my other friends um like a lot of my friends who aren't black, they always get roommates and just be the most weirdest stories. My friend right now, she has a roommate. He's gay. He's on drugs. And a lot of times when she come home, he's like passed, passed out. out. <laughs> um, one time she was scared because he almost overdosed. Mm. So I'm like, if you don't get a new roommate, <laughs> girl, she's like, I feel so bad because like I've known him for so long. We lived together from one apartment. We moved to a new apartment. I'm like. Yeah, but at that rate, you you gonna end up on people's court, right? That's usually the ones that be on people's court trying to get their rent money back because he, you know, motherfucker decided to have throw a rage party. No, <laughs> and the fucking walls got broken down and shit like that. Oh my goodness! So it's like, yeah, it it differs. So it's like, okay, let's say you had two people, white and black, that grow up to a certain age and they want to move out. That white person more than likely is gonna you know move in with somebody move in with a group of people or move in with somebody else us black people we tend to try to find a place for ourselves and how fucked up this economy is it's like you can't really really afford it you're really gonna have to work like two three jobs just to pay your rent and that's not even you know including the groceries and god forbid you want to have a little netflix because shorty want to come through like yo shit, shit is rough out here you gotta make it work you gotta make it work somehow but i'm very spoiled so you need a nigga with money. Wow. <laughs> Don't listen to him. 
That's not what I said. And that come out okay, my mouth. I, I took it back. I took it back. <sighs> but um, I'm spoiled, so I'm used to things going a certain way for me. I'm used to having. I'm used to being able to do what I want at times yeah, you when want I want. Yeah, a lifestyle that yeah. accommodates you. So, that, I you, grew you're not up, really spoiled. you just used to certain shit. Yeah, and I grew up struggling. Like, I just told y'all, like, I ran from bullets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen people get killed in front of me, you know? So, to be... This is why you lit someone, now. Someone where... Not lit, but where, to be at where I'm now and I have, like, a family that actually helps me and supports me, I'm not going to be the type of chick with the ego, like, no, because I need a new car, I need to... No, like I'm, I know I'm not about to struggle again. That's not. Mm-hmm. So if my family can help me and being with them help me and we help each other be good, then that's just what it is. It works for me. You know, I don't have that. I hate my mother. I hate my sister. Kind of, <laughs> you know, home environment. Um, my mother doesn't care. She's she's one of those moms. Well, who, I think it's easier for females as opposed to males because I, I think don't know. Male, I think male, a lot of males get ridiculed. I think it depends with what type of female you deal with. Yeah, I think it depends yeah. on yeah, because you got some but of these chicks also, out here who yeah, so like high sedity, but they ain't got shit. I'm not like that. Yeah. I I know better. But then at the same time, it's still like a learned behavior. Like a man is taught to like he needs to have X amount of possessions to be considered a man. Yeah. So that's a battle within yourself to accept the fact like okay i don't got it right now i'm gonna be living in mom's basement for like x amount of years or whatever fucking furnish that basement it's lit i'll come i'm dating sliding her dms letting her know mom's basement is free mom don't got a key and and it's a separate phone line so when you call (laughs) shut up don't listen to him don't listen to him that's what that means no don't mean that i'm just saying <laughs> that if you're working towards something i could probably you know fuck with you you know what i'm saying but i'm not that chick i'm i'm just i mean thankfully yeah i don't think i've ever come across a trick that like gave me a side eye when i was still living at home yeah so thankfully i ain't deal with that because i'll be i'll put it on blast like but you didn't bring her home you probably had hotel rooms Hotel money was like bail money. What do you mean? Like that's one in the same. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> one in the same. Oh, so it's, 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 you got a couple of champagne? Alright, we're about to hit up this telly real quick. Oh my god, I feel like that sounds so dirty. <laughs> what do you mean? Like that's so part dirty. of life. Yo. I think I've only been to a hotel. Here we go. Here it comes about alive. four times. No, I swear only four times. It so made me all feel all the niggas had a crib. Yes. Clap it up for the brothers that had a crib for Naima to come through. Right? They doing, they living right out here. So I could be as loud as I want to be and I got waking up your mother. What? So I could be as loud as I want to be and I don't have to worry about waking up your mother. Interesting. Just saying. Sometimes you got to be quiet. You're not putting the pillow over my face because I have sinus problems and I could barely breathe half the Wait time. Wait a minute. How did we get here? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like how we go from gentrification to like side note, I don't, don't know. put maybe, a pillow on her face because she got sinus. Maybe issues. other cultures have sex differently when they live in the house with their parents. Maybe that's a cultural difference. Thankfully I've never tried to even pull that stuff. <clears throat> you were nervous. Well my, my the way my parents home is set up was like there was somebody always home. Uh, so that was a dub. And the mm-hmm. one time they wasn't, like I almost got caught because of some other shit. So it was like dub. Ever since then, hotel money was like bail money. Oh Always ready. I've been numerous hotels. The Marriott is really nice. Oh um, my god! Here we go. And he, and he was just talking about <laughs> me, and he was to name every hotel he done smashed in. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's still a few that need a, a visit. I got to check in. I haven't, they haven't seen my bags. So ladies, but then again, I live in Bed-Stuy now. So, so ladies, if you're listening, you have Gentrified a hotel. Bed-Stuy. So after we can go straight to the juice bar, you get you a nice organic drink. Chill. Don't get no <laughs> organic drink. I'm going to let y'all ladies know right now. It'll do something to your stomach. All right? And then if you try to go in. That's why it's after. It's not before. After you smash, then she get a juice so she can regain her energy. Yeah. After I smash, I'm ready to go home. Then she in the Uber. I'm ready to go home. I don't want. I'm not thirsty. I'll take a bottle of water and I'm out. I'll talk to you in two days. Well, I always make sure I have a bottle of water and several bottles of wine. I don't want no. Wine is probably how we got to this situation. You came over. You already know what the situation was about. Facts. But I don't want no more. I might not leave. Just give me my water. I just want to go home. I'm that girl. If any situ- past situations, I, I should go. say, I'd be ready to go home. Like, I don't want to cuddle. I don't want to talk to you. Don't text me for like two days. What? I don't feel like talking. All right. Um, so, I guess, um, <laughs> how do we move forward with how times are changing in terms of, you know, gentrification? Well, it's not that bad where I live at. Um, I know a lot of the people because I have a dog, so we all go to the same vet. So a lot of people in the neighborhood, we know each other because of that. Um, we see each other in supermarkets. We're pretty cool. Like, no one really beefs with each other. Like, you know who you know because yeah, you see think, them yeah, I think all the time. Yeah, I think that's probably a thing that's not, uh, regardless of how good or bad, well, yeah. regardless of how bad gentrification <clears throat> may be, I haven't seen no, like, racial clash. Like, yeah, I don't think so. Like, feel a certain way or, like, yeah, I think, I think. We are accepting of them coming into the community. Yeah, but they're not always as um, humbling as coming into our environment either. Because although I live in Harlem, I've traveled to other places, a mm-hmm. couple of blocks over, avenues over, and people made me feel a type of way. Like, you know I was here before you. <laughs> like, they, they do that. They make you feel uncomfortable in your own neighborhood. And that's my only problem. Sometimes I feel uncomfortable in my own neighborhood. I can see that happening in Harlem. Yeah. Because then you have, like, my area where I live at. It's like, we're chill, we laugh, we know each other. Oh, hey, how are you? Good morning. I think when you, you go further run? up, that's when shit Yeah, when you start going into, like, 8th Avenue and stuff where all the businesses is at, that's where um you have more, like, the mixed couples. Like, black with white or, like, a mixed black and white guy with, like, a white woman. So you, their vibe is kind of different when they see you and you're more yeah. urban. It's like, ugh. Here she go listening to Future on her right. headphones. Facts, you know, like Future and Drake. With the whole, what was it last week? The whole thumb in the butt thing. A thumb in the butt will always be appreciated. Look at Stephen. I wish I could see Stephen's face. For I'm that. just. <laughs> 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 I brought it up, so. You asked for it. This um, is true. I don't know. I haven't dealt with like the whole. Yeah, I mean, I'm in Best Eye, right? So it's more of the hipster sort of like white people that live in Best so. Eye, and they're dope. Yeah, they don't cause no problems. They out here sipping their Starbucks yeah. coffee and whatnot. And, and they give great advice, too. I was trying to figure out how to make co- no sangria. And someone gave me tips on how to spike my sangria. It's like, this is why you're here. <laughs> this is why you're here right now. This is it. Thank you so much for moving in, because now I know how to spike the sangria. And then for the most part, with those, they usually care about the same things that we care about. Like, they'll, yeah. yeah, they'll spend money with whoever. They'll go to the local laundromat and whoever, and, like, they're not, you know, over the top with it. It's the ones that, like, want to move in. It's like, 
No, my apartment has to have a fucking greenhouse on the top of the building. Right, and I have a building like that across the street from me. Yeah, and that's what makes the rent go up to like fucking three bands because they got to pay for amenities and shit like that. It's the extra ones that make shit difficult. But for the most part, the hipsters, they they don't care. They like the chill, calm vibes. I mean, you can look at that as a a benefit because a lot of these um, bars and pubs that we didn't used to have now we have them because yeah, of that. Yeah, that's legit. Now I could walk out of my front door, walk two blocks over, and get yeah, lit and, and walk right like back the home. the whole strip I'm at on Myrtle is just nothing but bars. Yeah. So if I just wanted to just casually just go somewhere and have a drink, I could just do that. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, it's not that bad. It's not. We're just selfish. Facts. And we complain a lot about everything. <laughs> also Facts. I don't know, so I I'm think just if still we're more out with the whole dinner date at the fucking chicken spot, like Catherine, what kind of? Uh, no, no, <laughs> not seen. I'm like, yo, what time is 11:30? You took Shorty to the chicken spot? No way in ever is a man yeah. going to take me to a chicken with spot. With a three piece, with a uh, double breasted trench coat. Yeah, and she was really trying to figure. Hmm, I don't know what. And I And they're looking at the menu and mad like, like it's diverse. Chicken, chicken chicken more chicken you might get a burger a chicken burger or a fish burger if you're feeling fancy with fries with and fries. An apple pie that's, that's it. it nobody buys no ice cream or no. none of the case like, i nobody, buy ice cream from there from the chicken spot it's just it has a different taste i've never tried it it's really good we should get them as a sponsor because i do be coming chicken? into the studio what is, is it kennedy home. fried or kentucky which one is it they're kennedy? all crown fried crown kennedy kentucky they're all red and white and right. they all have the same pictures this is true dirty ass pictures change our pictures little grease stains on the pictures they would get me say sorry I had a rant just now I get really annoyed when the pictures be really old and they be like hanging off the wall slightly <laughs> and I can't see the price and they don't actually how much <laughs> right you tell me different price I'm like well that looks like a zero <laughs> <laughs> and why is it always Middle Eastern dudes that owned them. I've never seen anybody else. Like I've never seen Hispanic. First of all, I don't know. First of all, if I go on one and you're not Middle Eastern, I don't want to eat there. This is true. Like if I go to Dunkin' and it's just a whole bunch of black people and Spanish people. Nope. No. I just I just don't. I had one make my coffee. A young Spanish um guy make my coffee. I Dunkin' Donuts and Dykeman. I was dumb tight. Like you got my coffee wrong four times. Now my homegirl, she would have never got it wrong because she was eight. I don't know where she at. I don't know if she quit, but y'all need to figure, raise her pace so she could come back because she would have never got that wrong. And I'm like, put it in the cup, put the shot in the cup. He's like, I don't understand. Oh my fucking god, I don't want it anymore. Give back my four dollars. You just ruined my experience. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know, guys, but um, Stephen, you have any closing arguments? No, not really. Just uh, less organic juice spots. Cause that spot really like. <laughs> I like I the juice spot. Is it is it the one where you could pick what you want? I've never walked in. Walk in there. You I'm complaining? Good. I'm good. I just organic. The dude has a moped. Like I'm not here for none of that. If you ain't have no bicycle, you ain't legit, bro. Now you just too fancy with moped. My Chinese restaurant people have that. What the moped? Yeah, with the nice basket in the front and the back. But he always got an angry look on his face. Nah, they be chilling. They yeah. like me because I tip really well, and when I call, they already know who I am. So they just come to oh, my house. Oh, you tip? I've never. 
See, that's the I problem. Tip, you don't I tip. I tip the delivery guy. I've never tipped the, the restaurant. No, who tips the restaurant? Stupid. No one's talking about restaurant. Oh, I thought, you, that's, I thought that's what you meant. No. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah, if he, if he oh coming for delivery, yeah, I tip. How much you tip him? Like $5? Dollars? 5 to 10 depending on how much. I don't typically carry cash, so. Oh, he's the one. Oh, you that person. I don't have any cash on me today. You're that one? Who just Why had like you a- made like the most like <laughs> snotty face of all time? I'm very offended. Like You should be. You got me looking like fucking um I don't know, just yeah, don't don't do that again. I'll think about it. Here we go. Other words you wanna do it again. Yep. Probably right after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, um <laughs> Yeah, I don't really have any closing arguments. I mean for the most part, like they don't really bother me. Yeah, it don't bother yeah. me much either. Like, as long as they ain't trying to kick me out. Or They're a lot more friendly than black people half the time. This is true. A lot more friendly. Uh, whatever. Just keep being my friend. If anything happens to me, call the cops. Because I know if you call, they're going to come faster. <laughs> <laughs> so just always look or out for me. Or you can go to the spot where all the drug dealers is at. and you know That's going to go wrong. If I run like, oh my God, help me. Just that's gonna go way, way different. Like, we want help. We don't want to do harm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we want to, we want to help. Wrong H word. <laughs> wrong, wrong H word. But um, oh, shout out to all my Harlem people and Brooklyn people. Yes, I don't even know what to call. It can't be do or die best die anymore. They gotta figure something else. <laughs> Ain't nobody dying, <laughs> and nobody doing nothing much besides like uh. Having tea on their balcony and shit. That's lit, though. Don't be a hater. I would love that, but I don't have no balcony. Bring a shorty and be like, yo, you want to have a drink on the fire escape? <laughs> That's lit, though. Some people. I don't think that fire escape has been clean in like forever there's mad cobwebs and shit and oh, no. yeah like that's a dub and then there's not no legit entrance like you gotta really like clown you gotta out there. crawl into like oh, it's no. right by my bathroom window so mm-hmm. you gotta like make yourself compact and get into the my fire friend escape. has a fire escape it's pretty dope we chill out there sometimes i do want to do that like have like a whole like you know chilling on top of the rooftop dope so, i've done that before it's really nice especially on like a nice spring day even fall when it's not too cold on the fall day you get a blanket and some pillows and you go up there and have wine and shit it's lit very good just gotta find people who actually like shit like that i usually have to convince them like let's just do it they be all right <laughs> whatever <laughs> So thinking he was about to smash, he's like, I fine. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. But that's what they think though. He was they like, I bet. We about she to smash on the rooftop. I bet. And then he come up and there's like other people there or there's uh-huh. like shit that he actually do and then he's like <clears throat> Fuck, I gotta have to work for this one. Nah, if I invite you over and I don't tell you other people are gonna be there, it's because I don't wanna sleep with you. And I'm not gonna sleep with you today, tomorrow. Like it's just somebody who's listening to this probably wanted things like even that's what happened when I came through that time. <laughs> he was like, Oh word. I bet say no more. That person probably hasn't gotten a text back in a week either. So ya tu sabe. It'll be alright. There's always tender. Oh my god, I don't wanna get on that. I just started itching. <laughs> Alright guys. <laughs> 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 I don't know But um Yeah I mean Gentrification ain't going nowhere There's nothing we could I Just guess. suck it up Get you a white friend 
do some fun shit and call it a fucking life speaking of that white people love making like board games they come to my job a lot and like creating their own random <laughs> board games I'm trying to figure out like what is that about I've learned a lot of cool games with my white friends like I never like had I never had the time to like indulge to try to figure out like what is the game about but it's always like some random ass board game like that they buying and picking no, up no not buying like they're creating one just for their like their squad like a random game that they're that's creating. fucking dope though I'm just trying to think like I what do black people do besides get <laughs> like do we have our alternative to that like what do well my cousin and us we have like karaoke and we have like games we play and shit like that but nothing that like we created we nah nah you just all we do is create dances <laughs> facts shout out to Harlow doing the get light stage we we wrapped this show like eight times already that's crazy but shout out to Harlow when to get like um era that was fun I, I never knew how to get like my sister did though I couldn't oh, do it you're from Brooklyn so you wasn't really into that no. you was just mean mugging people and being a bastard whoa 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 I know who my father is stop <laughs> she, shots <laughs> whoa shots to all of you <laughs> he's still in my life he, I remember this chick got mad at me about that one time in school she was like oh you always talk proper I was like oh you just privileged because you got both parents. I was like, Whoa, she said that? Yeah. She People probably, are rude. She's probably mad, dingy, and one out. <laughs> oh, well, bitch. I did oh nothing to God. you. I apologize. I pronounced the ER in the word that had the ER. <laughs> what word is that? I haven't. It was like high school. I was going to say the wrong word just now. This is not that episode <laughs> to be saying that word. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely, it definitely wasn't that word Abort Naima <laughs> I'm but glad yes, I think more back, before I speak Back to um, having you and a white friend Yeah It's pretty I go to good parties It's always food You can watch it's Seinfeld always, together I don't do Seinfeld They know that's oh. where I draw the line That's where I draw the line I don't know Friends? I can't do friends Nope I was too young I'm not trying to catch up Sex in the city as far as I go I never even thought that um, yeah Mm-mm. You can't get me to watch those shows Seinfeld was lit I mean it's outdated now But Seinfeld Curb your enthusiasm Mm-mm. I like Will and Grace As far as I go Alright um... <laughs> That's about it I mean Will Yes Grace, though? First of all Will and Grace I feel like was more for um, Women anyway I mean you have the The woman and her best friend is gay in the middle yeah, I used to watch that. Malcolm in the Middle was late. Yeah. Uh, but we're not really trying to watch that. We're grown. We're like between 25 and 30. No one's watching that shit. Yeah, all the white people need to like add us for like shows that we can watch collectively as a group. And nothing like that dry humor like 30 Rock. I can't do 30 Rock. <laughs> what was the other one? Not 30 Rock. The one Parks with, and Recreation um, is somewhat funny. I heard. Like, Never watched it. What's the other one with Ashton Kutcher? talking about that uh, 70 show oh that's 70, 70 show, show is hilarious that, that okay two men there we and, uh, go there two we men go. and a uh, whatever two and a half men yeah that was cute i used to like that show i, I preferred it when charlie Sheen was yeah on. after he left i didn't watch yeah. it much after that that's it and then you go to the parties and they always have food and snacks like it's always refills and they always have liquor yes always it's like they never run out it's like a magic trick like they keep snapping their fingers and it's just like more and more and more black people as soon as the chicken run out, it's over. The party's over. There's no more potato salad. Nobody, everybody argued. Nobody want to put in for the bottle of honey. 
Like, I just don't show up no more. This is true. Well, I buy my own, not keep it on the side. I don't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I legit do that. I you got take, nothing to drink? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Good. Yep, if it's not Takes my cousin. Bottle and sips. If it's not my cousin party, nope. I'm taking it. Put it on the side. What you, you talking about Phil? Yeah, shout out to Philly B. My cousin. Philly's appreciated. Yes, he's, he's pretty fucking dope. He threw some great parties. I still have the scars from it. The few times I get to check my, check my phone and be on Facebook it's usually his post is right there on the top uh-huh. it's usually wildly ignorant and I'm usually <laughs> laughing my ass off I'm like I appreciate him I needed that laugh no chill whatsoever it's necessary though mm-hmm. ignorance can be funny it is and he means it and he's, he's oh yeah a, he definitely means he's it he's just a funny it's, it's, <laughs> he definitely means it's it. like that sarcasm but a touch yes, of realness it's, to it's, it it's real yeah he's dope but um, we're gonna get out of here because we tried to end the show like seventeen times already. And yeah, and I don't want to have another situation again. So situation. Oh, and you have to step away. Yeah, we had y'all not gonna know. We had to cut the mic real quick. Y'all heard me coughing. And don't be petty about that. People get sick. I showed up to work. Some of y'all call out. Just saying. Dang. If you gotta curse somebody out for talking shit, by all means, I ain't gonna stop you. Not yet. I'll save that for after the show. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. I love you and I appreciate you. You all are beautiful. And um, rate, comment, like. What else, Steve? I'm forgetting. Nah, that's it. Rate, comment, like, <laughs> subscribe, so tell a friend. Dry. <laughs> so dry. <laughs> tell a friend, tell a friend. I don't know. Like, do what you're supposed to do. I mean, especially after this whole Trump thing. Like, we really got to support one another. So, like, you got to make the show lit so we could be out here. Facts. And I need my Nike tech suit. <sighs> you should start a GoFundMe so that way. I'm mad to... nervous because no one's gonna give me money. Trust me, I think you get. How much is a Nike tech suit? Probably like ninety dollars. You can get ninety dollars. Yeah. I... If everybody donate a dollar, you can get ninety. I don't want to spend my my dollars though, but oh, of course not. Yeah. I got fifty cents to throw in there. Fuck your fifty cents. <laughs> Yo, now I'm tight. All right, everybody. See y'all next week. I love you. Appreciate y'all. Again, I'm Naima Simone. That was Steven. And we're out. Be safe.